All right. Keep shooting podcast. We have a very, very special, maybe the most special guest ever at this point, right? Probably, probably. But um, if you listened to the podcast last week, said that we had a new sponsor of the podcast, um, five star hiring. But today, I don't even have to get into that part because we we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Jimmy Grugan, or as I know, Groobs, man. Always, always, <laughs> always Groobs to me. Um, I'm excited to have you on, man. I'm excited for you to tell kind of like your story with everything, how what you're doing now came to be. Uh, and we'll and we'll get all we'll get all into that. But uh, second time trying this podcast today. Second time. Here. Time. We're off to a much better start, though, Mike. Off to a much better start. <laughs> it was funny. I was in the parking lot, and um, I was trying. To, I'll just tell people I was trying to steal Wi-Fi. I was trying to. I was trying to do this podcast in between workouts, and I was trying to steal Wi-Fi from a restaurant, and I couldn't connect. But when I was, I feel like you can start to relate to this kind of stuff too, because when I was like starting my business, quote unquote business, I can't believe I can call it a business, but um, I was working like my nine to five job. And but I would be away. I would do trainings remotely, but the job wouldn't know I was remotely. I was remote. So I was I would like train somebody and then I'd, I'd have to cut it off. Like I'd say I tell the player, hey, I have a really strict deadline. I got somewhere else to be. But the somewhere else to be was in my car taking conference calls. And like <laughs> so, so I would be I would be like in New York City. And my job thinks I'm sitting at home doing my doing work. But I would just I, like that's how much I would plan out my day, like to the minute, the minute. In, terms of, in terms of starting to do that stuff. So it just it just reminded me that. But no. And that's you know, that's why we went from 1230 to, to now 730. You know, you, you got to get these things in when you can. Right. Yes. 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 But uh, without further ado, I want I mean, I guess maybe like a quick high level overview. Um First of just what you've created with 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 five star with, and what and what you're doing, and then we'll get into. I think it'd be cool just kind of tell our our story as well and how we kind of we kind of hooked up and and how this came to be. But why why five star? Okay, well, I mean, you really can't tell the story of five star with, without how we came to be, and right sure. that that's you know very, very integral part and and kind of you know at the infancy of this was was Mike Dunn and, and how we came to meet. Uh, but we, 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 could, we could circle back to that. So basically what, what Five Star is, it's a staffing agency that specializes in placing student athletes. First thing that I want to say before we, before we you know, talk anything about that, you know, a lot of people who don't know about the staffing world, this is a service that's completely free to the school and or the student athlete. Uh, you know, the, 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 the fee or, or the money aspect of this is paid for by the employer. So any, any student athletes or, or uh, schools who, who would look to connect and, and take advantage of these services, it's 100% free on, on that side. Awesome. Uh, so essentially, you know, what, what I do is I look to, to place student athletes as they graduate and look to begin, you know, that transition into the corporate world. Uh, and to some degree, there's also some kind of mentoring that, that comes along with that. Uh, as, as you know, right, when, when you just wake up one day and it feels like everything's over, you know, the basketball career is over or the baseball yeah. career. And I really feel for the spring sport guys, Mike, because, you know, they, their season's over and so is their academic career. And, right. and it's it's go time. You know, at least you had, you know, uh, 
I didn't have much of an academic career. If we got, if we're going to be honest, (laughs) I didn't. I don't. I don't know if I excelled academically, but yeah, I know what you're saying for sure. Right, like your your season ended in, um, you know, around this time. Hopefully, in in a couple weeks. Hopefully, you guys made a run. I I forget exactly how it ended, Uh, but nonetheless, you had the spring semester to kind of start lining those things up. Whereas the spring sport athletes don't. You know, they they just wake up and it's over. Right. I think that this, so this is why I feel like having you on made so much sense to me and like, and even like starting to put out what you do also, and I'll get into this with everybody else. Like I've known Groove's a long time. So like, this isn't like me bringing him on here. Just be like, it's, this is like a long, long time coming. It's funny, like how long we've even talked about this kind of stuff. And then like this, this is happening now, but um but no, I, I think it's it's you touched on it because I remember leaving school or the, the season ending and it like it was this feeling of what w- like what the hell do I do now? Like where how do I even go about my job has been sports like you're a co- you're a college athlete, man. Like my job was go to, you know, go to class, practice games you know you have games that are four or five hours away on a weekday you're driving back four or five hours and then you're expected to be at class that next day like you don't have you don't you, like that's all you know right like it's that that mm-hmm. world and with what you're doing now man it's uh I think it's I, I just think it's so powerful man because you're going to end up helping so many kids make that transition and and I think you could touch on this I do, I really do believe that student athletes have something so unique to offer in the professional world, right? Whether that be for a company, whether that be for themselves, you know, it's that, and, and they may just not even know it. And like you saying the mentoring aspect of it too, I don't think you can have a successful company, how you're placing people with, without that mentoring side. Right. Because like it's the the relationship part. Right. It's the relationship. So, you know, I I build those relationships and and that's certainly part of it. Even when, you know, when I was doing this internally, you know, you you have to build that rapport because to some degree it's sales. You got to get that person to trust you that you're putting them in the right situation. Uh, So I knew that there was going to be that side of it. What I didn't really fully realize was what we kind of just touched on is these athletes have no idea. Right. Uh, you know, what they've, the, the full scope of what they just accomplished right. uh, and, and how to, I just had a conversation uh, a half an hour ago with a student, <clears throat> student athlete, um, you know, explaining to them what, what they just accomplished and, and how those skills are directly trans, not only how they're transferable, mm-hmm. uh, but, but how to properly articulate that, right? It, it's one thing to know that you, you've done it and you have these skills, but, but often, oftentimes student athletes, because of the time demands of their sport, don't get the chance to, to do the internships, right? Okay. So what I like to say is that the student-athlete experience is the internship and, and in many cases can supersede an internship because, you know, let's be honest, some companies, you know, just they're doing it as a favor to their alma mater or, or to, to get some, you know, busy work done, but, but they're not getting real-life skills, Right. Um, whereas, and I've had, I have six that, that I identify as key skills that student athletes acquire, um, that, that again are equal to, or supersede most internships. Right. So it's, uh, it's so true. I feel like I even did, I did a brief internship at one point after, after basketball ended and 
I just felt like even being there at the time, I was like, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Like, I don't know, even, I don't even know if there's transferable skills that I'm picking up on in terms of I'm learning, like I'm scheduling things for the, for people. Like, it, it was like a weird, I, I just felt like a, like a throw in, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. That, 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 that's why I say busy work. Yeah. It's, it, it was just, it was just, it was just a crazy thing. You, you were so, you were so important for me. It's kind of crazy because if it weren't for you, I like I may have still been in like I may be still in like Harrisburg, PA right now. Right. So I needed I wanted out. I wanted out so bad that I, w- I was going to take I was like, I need a job. I need a job. And then big shout out to Jimmy Riley, too, who's now the head coach, now the head coach at Jefferson, which is crazy. Right. How, how, how amazing is that? Um, and then through him and you got me my first job at at, uh, at JG. And, uh, and I feel like I got to, I got to understand the ropes a little bit. Right. So I, I look at what I do now moments that I had working at like JG Wentworth, and then I worked at Liberty Mutual. And then I worked at, um, Deep Street Capital as much as, as much as in my back of my mind, I eventually got to a point where I'm not going to be doing this forever. The skills that I picked up there were crucial in me being able to run my own business now, right? Mm-hmm. So like in a weird way, without you, I don't end up where I'm at just because you had the, the heart, really. Like if you think about it, like you're not getting anything out of it at that point in time, right? Like it's not like I even worked in your department at J.G. Wentworth. I just, no, heard, you, I- I just heard you screaming on the phone. But, <laughs> but without, without you, man, I don't get that job. I don't meet some of the people I meet. I don't learn how to conduct myself certain ways that then lead to the next job. And then I do the same thing that lead to the next one that eventually get me to the point where, Hey, I can step out and do this on my own now, I think. Right. And that's where you're like, dude, you're in the perfect, you're doing what you are meant to do. You know what it like, in my opinion, like this is, this is what you are. You did, you did it when you weren't getting anything out of it. Right. And now you're getting to do it with your face behind it. And it's like, it's, it's, it's you, man, you know? And, and you know, it's funny that you say that you, you I think you're right. And you know, I don't want to sound arrogant in saying that, but like, it, it is like this, this, like I was doing it for nothing. Right? right. So, you know, even now, like when I have conversations with student athletes, I just get just, you know, you can imagine, right. You're just getting started. I don't have a plethora of opportunities to offer. I only have a few cause you know, I've only gained a few clients. Right. But when I have that kind of mentorship side, you know, I'll, I'll tell them, like, listen, if you use this information that I'm giving you, whether it be interview prep uh, or just kind of how to sell yourself. Right. Uh, if you use it in an interview that I get you great. If not, if you take these kind of skills that, that I'm highlighting for you and, and use them in an interview and that helps you land a job elsewhere, then I helped you. Right. <laughs> and that's that's why I got into this. It right. is really at the end of the day to, like you said at the top, to help as many people as possible. Um, you know, and that, that's, that's what's important to me. And, and that's kind of where, where the passion is. And, it, you know, it really did. It all started with you, Fritz, yeah. uh, Ty, yeah. right? You know, you, you guys, were, were they all, it seemed like almost annually Jimmy would come to me with, with, with a need to, to help place a player. And like you said, at the time, 
most of you guys weren't even landing in my department, right? I, right. I was just trying to, you know, be the facilitator right. to, to help you on, on that next step in your journey. And, and I, but I started to realize every time I did it, you know, the, the employee was exemplary. And, and you know, it wasn't it wasn't an accident. You know, there, there, there was that common thread of being a student athlete. And eventually I did move into recruiting. And, and when I moved into recruiting, I started specifically honing in on student athletes for that reason, you know, for the Mike Dunn's of the world uh, who, who kind of laid the, <laughs> laid, laid the foundation to show that, you know, that, that there was transferable skills. Well, you can't and then you can't have a better like like DJ. So so Dennis Fritz. Mm-hmm. Um, who I played basketball with at Philly U. I mean, like that, like a guy like that is like the perfect example, Example, right? Like there's a guy who played four years of college basketball, comes in and you could put him, you could put a guy like that, literally drop him in any, I don't care what company it is. And I, I guarantee he's going to find a way to do things the right way, to show up every, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's one of, like, he's like, he's, yeah. he's like such a good example. Like to this day, DJ is one of the, one of the best dudes I've ever best ever met man just such a such such a cool dude um and then like i was thinking about this in the car i was in the car and just just when we were there at jg like you taking me out to eat like you doing that kind of stuff when i like you would pick up lunch and i dude i had no money right like i had (laughs) zero money so you just picking up lunch on those days and stuff like that man that's it's a, it, a in a weird way. I was I like think about it. I was like you were like my vet, right? Like NBA guys talk about. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about they come in the league and they. Well, need I mean, I, I I was the vet there. You, you know? were the vet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when I left, I was the the most tenured employee at the company. So certainly, yeah, I was. But I was you the need vet. you need somebody to show you like the ropes, right? Like you need mm-hmm. somebody to kind of be there, and I think that 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 kind of stuff, like for me, that spilled over into things that I did later on in like in the corporate world. So like. If somebody new to new came into the company, I was always like, "Hey, man, let's go out to eat. I want to take you out to eat. I want to do this." Like it was like you showing you doing that there, kind of bled into me starting to do that with other people and with other places that I went. You know what I mean? Because for me, to you, may that's just you being you, right? But to me, coming in, like it's, uh, I remember, I remember being scared coming in there. I was I, because I had I had no idea actually what to expect at a job. So little mm-hmm. gestures like that made such a such a big difference to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's funny. I, I kind of did that, you know, with, with, with all the, not just, you you know, the, the fill of you guys. I, I did it with a lot of people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll never forget. I took Ty. You remember Ty? Ty yeah. Harris? yeah, yeah. I, I, I took Ty out on, on, on his very first day. Uh, and, and I had my youngest son with me that day. He just happened to be in the office that day. He still, that was close to 10 years ago now, I think. He still calls Ty new guy. Because we'll see him at Philly. <laughs> you know, we, we, go, we go to Philly U game, Jefferson games. Yeah. Uh, is, is new guy going to be there? <laughs> so, you know, like, but it sticks with you, right? Like the same yeah. way it's stuck with you. And I don't even realize it. I just do it, you know, it's, it's what I do. Yeah. Um, but like, like it, 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 Ty remembers that. Like he'll remember my kid. Like he'll always remember kind of that first day, you know? Right. Just a sidebar, man, because we got to give, we got to, you know, pay, pay the, uh, pay him the the respect given with, with, with Riles and Jefferson, just cause I'm, I'm that you just said Jefferson again, Jimmy. So now he's a, he's a head coach there. I think he's going to do so well. Like I, I think he's going to, 
I, I really think he's going to do incredibly, incredibly well. And I think he's going to do well, so well because of who he really is, like as a person. And the fact, like, think about that guy has so much stuff, had so much stuff going on in terms of wearing so many hats at that university. Like he wasn't just an assistant coach. He was doing, he was on the other, like different, different admin stuff. Or whatever he was, yeah. Dude, he was doing so much stuff. But then it was, oh, one of my guys is looking for a job. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that too, and like, sure. as a, it's gonna sound like a recruiting pitch for people to go to Jefferson, but, um, but no, but think about, like, think about that. Like, a guy has so much stuff going on, and well, after you're you're done playing at that university, he's still going, like, he was still going to bat for you, yep. in terms of, in terms of how can I help this guy after you know what i mean and, yeah, and i mean maybe, he still does that like that that was yeah. the first school that, that you know that i kind of partnered with i i, I went in there uh, i was like my first kind of business meeting as as you know the five-star hiring and it was it was what what can what can i do for you how, how can i help you he checks in with me um you know weekly I, I, did i get this out to my students like it's just what he does man it's and yes he's going to, to do good things like like without a doubt final fours national championships it, I, 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 I think it, i think it can happen man i really i really do um when you so i i think the probably should have touched on it earlier but so how long were you officially at jg wentworth how many years 25 25 so 25 in a few months so people still ask me like people ask me i made the jump and like oh you left i can't believe you left the corporate world i was only in the corporate world for I guess I was in the court like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Right. You were, you were 25, 25 long years with the same company. Right. So what, what was, what was, dude, what was the, what was the jump like? What, when you finally said, this is it. How, how, how was that? How was that feeling? It, so funny story real quick. Uh, you, cause you talked about what, what people were saying. I realized I was old, Mike. I had a couple people. I had a couple people tell me they heard I retired. I said, "Man, I'm not old enough to retire. I I made a move. I didn't retire." Um, but but no, it was. It might sound weird, but like it was liberating. Like because I, yeah. I I knew like, and and we had talked about this, right? Like you, you know, you and I and a couple other people who I kind of bounced the idea off of that you know that that I trust, Michael Goodman. Um, it's it was liberating because I, I I know that one this is you know something I'm very passionate about yeah uh, and it, it there's a need for it there, there's a market for it and it's going to be successful right yeah. I, I I know that it is right. so it it was liberating and I, I I use that because like I finally did it right like I, I talked about it and planned yeah. it and you know wanted to do it uh, and you know when, when I kind of finally made the jump. To, to, to do it on my own, it, it was like, wow, man, I, I'm really doing this. Like, yeah. this, this is my job now. You know, yeah. it's, not, yeah. it's not just a, a dream. This is reality. It was surreal. And new, and new pressures, right? Like new, new things, like the things that when you went to, you went into the office and you were working for somebody else, um, your days were very much so pretty much, you, you knew what to expect going into it, right? Whereas mm-hmm. now, you're probably a man of a man of many hats at this point. 
you know, coordinating a bunch of things, scheduling, all that. who knows, who knows how much stuff. So you, you probably get my own website, Mike. That's <laughs> I, incredible. I'm, I'm like the furthest thing from an IT guy, and, and and you know, here I am one night banging out my, my a website. Nuts. But so I think, but like think about like you don't you don't develop a skill set like that without making the move. Like you're only. Like it's funny that people that said that you retired. I think that now you'll never retire. I think no. that now, now, now it's never, I think, I, I think I, 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 uh, I, I remember thinking about retirement, even like putting stuff in the 401k when that first started, I was like, man, retirement, retirement. Now I don't like, I don't think about retirement ever. Right. Cause I just, I'm doing what I love to do now, but it's just, uh, it's just funny. Like when you find that, you find that thing that, that lights you up every day, man, it's like, it's, mm-hmm. it's you, you know, you're, you know, you're going to be doing it for forever pretty much. Yeah, but I mean, like, when was the last time you had a bad day at work? Yeah, I don't have bad days, man. I don't yeah. really have, I don't really don't, I really don't. I mean, I, you know, you have moments where it's like, my, I beat myself up. I was talking to a, uh, a client today and, um, or the dad of the client. And I have days where like, <laughs> sometimes I'll wake up on a Monday and I'll be like, man, things are going so well. This is so great. I'm having da, 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 da. And then if you catch me on Tuesday, I'm in my head like I'm not working hard enough. Like this isn't this isn't going the way it needs to go. I need to start right. So I go I go through these extreme highs and lows at times. I know it all evens out, but that'd be the closest thing I have a bad day. It's just I, I have these moments of of like I need to send things into overdrive now. You know? Yeah, and and that's kind of, kind of the same, right? Like you you, you even you, you you do all the right things and and maybe. You know, it, like you don't get the placement or the, the right. candidate takes another job, you know, right. um, and, and like, but you can't, it has to be consistent. Like you get down on yourself maybe for two minutes and then right. it's, let's, you know, let's get right back to it and, right. you know, kind of get, get back to work. You, you can't, you can't get too high. You can't get too low. Right. I mean, it's, it's cliche, but it, it, it's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think and, it's, and that's how, that's how I kind of present, prevent myself for, from having bad days because you know it, it's it's a bad moment not a bad day right, right. My, my like my, my one friend always says uh bad day not a bad life um and, and i i just kind of macro that um yeah yeah bad, bad moment mac- not a bad day. the macro thing like thinking about the macro side of things like now I'm, I'm i'm big into like investing now and i'm doing all this kind of like starting to see things and the macro side of things i there's a there's an author um I guess he's an author, Seth speaker. His name is Neville Goddard. And I started reading, reading his books. And um, he's always, he's always talking about seeing things from the end, basically. Like, so everything he does is like bigger picture, see things from the end. uh, So you can, you're not going to get bogged down with the, you know, I think it it speaks to bad, not bad day, not a bad life. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the invest, he, he says that everything in life is investment. Everything you do is going to somehow, you know, come back, in some type of way later, later on down the line. And I think being able to, to recognize that in terms of, okay, yeah, I had a moment. Okay. The moment's passed. But if I look at the grand scheme of everything that's happening, I'm building up a lot more good days versus the bad ones. And that's, you know, it's just, it's just a moment. It's just a quick blip on the, on the radar, essentially. And, and that's kind of almost like the, the compounding effect, right? Like yeah. ev- everything you do today or, or I do today <clears throat> is going to pay dividends down the line in, in, one way or another right right where do you where do you ultimately see five-star hiring going do you see this being how many is it just you right now 
It's just me. Yep. So, you know, in, in, in the good book, I'll call it your, 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 your ultimate guide, right? Get, uh, think how to what is, think, think and grow rich. Uh, you know, you write down the, 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 the goal, right. Yeah. Um, and my, mine is the answer to that question. Like five-star hiring w- will be synonymous w- with placing student athletes. Yeah. That's it. Like that, that's, that's the end goal. Mike. That's amazing, man. That's powerful, dude. That's powerful. I not like I, I've said this before on this podcast. I've used stuff from that book when the pandemic was happening. I thought I thought there was a there was an amount of money that I thought was unobtainable for me. Right. So like I in my mind, having possessing that, like having access to this particular sum of money, I thought in my mind, like I couldn't do it. Like that just seemed bonkers to me. It was like the fifth time reading that book, I wrote it down and I said, I'm going to possess like this amount of money, right? Mm-hmm. In my bank. And, and, and money's just, I mean, money's money, but like, it's a good, it's a good example. And I'm telling you, man, writing that down. And then I would take these runs and I would say it to myself. I would repeat how I was going to get, get it. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it by offering service as the best shooting coach in the world. I'm going to da 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 all this stuff. And then through the rest of the run, I would visualize what it would look like on my phone when I opened my bank account, right? And I would see it. And that man, that was so powerful for me. And then it happened. And then when it happened, I was like, it was, it was like this moment of, of course it did. Like, I've seen this, I've seen it already, right? And that's, that's what it talks about, right? Like, right. It, it, you know, and to some people that's arrogant, right? Like, right. but- it, you 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 know what you did like it is going to work like otherwise right. you wouldn't have left liberty mutual or, you know wherever you were at the time see you know right. i wouldn't have left like, if i didn't know that this was going to work i right. wouldn't have done it. right right so you, you you almost have no choice but to to write down those goals read them see them and and it has it has to work and and, and it will and work it, it, it will if work. it doesn't you know, if it doesn't you you keep at it you change it and right. and it will. I, d- I just think there's a road to it, right? You say that five-star will be synonymous with, pla- synonymous with placing student athletes. Like there's a road to that. It's not going to be the, it's probably not going to be the exact road that you're thinking, right? That's probably not, that's not how it works. But the fact that you already, it's that whole idea of living in the end, like you already know where that's going. So I, I if I'm a betting man, I'm going to say, no, Groob's going to, he's going to figure this thing out. Like that's, that's a, that's a, that's a no, that's a no brainer to me. You know what I mean? I think that stuff is, that stuff's just so powerful. And I, I use that with like my, like all the kids that I work with and like, you know, they, they have these, these moments where like, Oh, things aren't going well. I'm not going to ever be the shooter that I want to be. And you got to just remind them of, of how just powerful that, that mind, that goal is right. That goal of just see yourself doing it, write it down, see yourself doing it, know that you're taking steps towards, towards accomplishing that every day. It's, it's a, uh, it's a good stuff. I'm just glad you read the book. It's, it's funny too. Like that, that's kind of how you have to see it. But at the same time, you also have to see it the complete opposite, right? Like you can't run a marathon. You're not going to wake up tomorrow and, and go run 26 miles, right? right? Like your, your students not going to, not going to walk into a gym tomorrow and, and make a hundred straight threes. Right. You, you got to progress to that. Right. Right. So, so yeah, you, you have to see kind of both sides of it as well. You, you have to see, yeah, this, this is where I'm going to be, 
but but this is how I, I have to get there. And, and it's, you know, brick by brick. Right. Right. Step, right. Step by step. Yeah, you have to. What, what is it? I, I think you, you've said it as well. Like oftentimes greatness looks easy yeah. when you see it, but it's really just the culmination of repetitive thing, doing the same thing over right. and over until it looks easy. Right. 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 We watch these guys and or thinkers or whoever at the top of their whatever their craft thinking like, oh, those guys just woke up and did it, right? Like, that's right. just who they are, right? right? And, in, and in all reality, they they took those steps, man. They took those steps every every single day to, to eventually get to that. To like, get to the- you know, Steph, Steph or, or, or my my new favorite, you know, Caitlin Clark, she didn't wake up pulling up from the logo, right? right. That, that right. took a lot of work to, right. to, to get to that point. It looks easy when, when you put on SportsCenter. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you didn't see the, the hours and hours and of repetition and, and, you know, all of those different kinds of things that it takes to get there. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's fun, man. I, I'm just, uh, dude, I'm just so happy. I'm just so happy you took the leap. That's my, that's, that's, that's what, that's what I'm happy that, that you did. I have, I have this like vivid memory of you calling me and you talking about it. And I was definitely still at Liberty Mutual and I was on Kelly Drive when you called me and, or, or Lincoln drive. I, I remember the conversation. I was in the lobby of our building and yeah. you instant, there's a few people that I talk to, you know, that, that I trust and have the right perspective who, who like instantly was like, yo, that's, that's it. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, you were one of those conversations uh, and, you know, there, there were some others. And, and when you kind of get that validation, you know, it, it's, you know that that you're kind of on to something and 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 you know this this thing can work yeah man that's that had to been like it's probably five years ago years ago yeah dang that's crazy man time just goes by so fast i keep getting better looking but time just keeps passing by you know what i'm saying (laughs) It's, it's it's crazy it's just crazy how i tell my wife i'm like you're just so lucky to have me because i'm just getting younger you know what I mean? You're going the other way. You found I'm, going, I'm going the other way, man. I don't know what it is, but it's just it's just one of those it's just one of those things. How's the family, man? Family good? Yeah, fam- family's good. Kids are kids are getting older. We, we had a meeting yesterday. We're uh, starting to do the, the college planning thing. My my oldest is a junior now, and my my youngest is in seventh grade. So That's I guess wild. we'll be picking high schools and colleges at the same time. Well, now he has a, a really good uh, somebody to play, help place him in a in a position after after college. You know, after college, yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully, may, who knows? You know, maybe by then we're 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 wildly successful, and he he can not. I don't have to place him. I, I place him here, right? He he comes on and he helps he helps run run, run the empire. Continue the legacy, man. That'd be that'd be that'd be pretty that'd be pretty cool, right? That'd be like the uh, that, that's kind Ron of and the, his son. Uh, man, don't get me started on that. <laughs> you know, it, it's just it's just a given that, that, that he's an NBA talent. Yeah, I don't know if that's the case, man. Uh, no, it, it's it's. I, I meant that. You know, I know what you're saying. You're doing. You're saying that. Yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. I know. Yeah. I, I I think it's I think it's strange. I know some people see it as a great. It's a great. I, mean, I can kind of see both sides of it. Like like you know, I was starting to say it, it's like the ultimate goal is, you know, having you. you you, you do this and you really you can ultimately like have something to leave for, for your kids. Like they have a business, right. If, right. if they choose to, to go that way, you know, the NBA is his business. So, so he, he mm-hmm. to some degree has that to leave from, you know, it, 
if CEOs do it all the time, right? Like my son graduated, um, they probably got them in the school that they went to in, in many cases. Uh, and then they graduate and they, they give them a job that they probably don't deserve <laughs> at, at a pay rate. They certainly don't deserve. Sure. Um, you know, so I get it, but you know, it's not an apples to apples because of how the select of few people get to the NBA and how hard everyone works. Your guy you had on last week, right. You know, he, he went overseas and he did this and, you know, that was the ultimate goal. And, and, he never never came to fruition for him, although he was okay with it. You know, he he did his his one game and you know and, uh, overseas where he said right. he, he knew right. he belonged. Um, but you know, there's there's so many people who work towards that and never get it. Right. So to kind of have it just handed to you, it's a little different, I think, than just having being handed a, a white collar job. It's tough, right? But like at the same time, it is just a business, right? Like we see it as this we see it as this monster of. Uh, like you know sport but those guys are just there to like the, the owners are just there to make money man you know what i mean oh. so it's just a, i mean it, it really is just a business at the end of the day so the idea right. and he's going to make somebody money right like there's oh. no doubt he plays in the nba like you're you're going to take him if, if you're especially if you're a struggling franchise and and he's saying he'll come with him yeah it it's inevitable like whole whole He's going to play in the NBA. <laughs> how how long, right? Like how how like, how long would it be? It, at least that one year LeBron signs. <laughs> how how do you feel about Harden being here in Philly? You know, at, at first I, I wasn't wild about it. Um, I, I'm not I, even I, a Sixers fan. It happened. It happened. It was I wasn't a Sixers fan, and I know a lot of people were like, "Oh, Brooklyn won that trade." I don't think so, man. I, no. I but even when it happened, I was like, Harden, like Harden. I just felt like Harden almost belonged here before we even played a game. And now right. that I'm watching it, I'm like, man, I. And I, yo, I, I was, I was a Simmons defender too. Like almost up until, till the. I'm still, I'll still be a, I'll be a Simmons defender forever. I, I, I don't, I, I, I love, I love Ben Simmons game. Like I, I, I think he's a phenomenal player. I think that how things have ha been handled are a bit. Uh, you know, but, yeah. I mean, once one once the off season started, he, from that side of it, at least as as a as a as a Sixers fan, you know, right. his games his game. You you can argue right. back and forth on that. But as a Sixers fan, like you can't defend anything he's he's done since the season ended. Right. Yeah. You, you can't. It's really tough. It's really it's, <laughs> right. really it's really it's really tough. I wanted him to play. I wanted him to play on. It's well. Tomorrow. It's gonna drop tomorrow. So well, tonight, we're gonna yeah. today, March 10th, I wanted him to play so bad because I know he's not. And you I see know what he's doing now? you see what he's doing now too. Like this is the talk of like, this is what I'm talking about. Indefensible. They're, they're, it's speculated that he's going to sit on the bench with the sole purpose of, you know, his presence is antagonizing the, the, the fans and he's going to use the, the reaction that he gets from the, from the fan base to get his money in, in, in his grievance that yeah. look this is how they treated me yeah. that's absurd well i don't and then but i don't i don't know how true that is either right like here's the thing why why would that even be known as public knowledge if that's what you were attempting to do true but i, I actually one i thought that, that he wouldn't sit on the bench right but a small part of me thought that he may if he does that's the only reason just so that he could say look what i had to deal with yeah. No, I don't know why Clutch would make that public because right. it doesn't 
you know, it looks planned and premeditated and it doesn't really prove your argument. Right. Like, but it, it doesn't surprise me. I just think I like, in my opinion, I just think that he should play just to get the monkey off his back. Get it over with. Yeah. Because now you're going to have to do it in, in a playoff atmosphere. Right. It's like that. It's like that whole thing. Like, I'm like back, like when I couldn't like pay certain bills, I would always just put my bills off. I'd be like, no, nah, I'll get it tomorrow. I'll get it. I'll get it tomorrow. And next thing you know, like a debt collector's calling you like, uh, Mr. Dunn, uh, this has now been taken to collections, right? They it's don't like, go no, away. No, they don't go away. So like, why not? If I, I'm like, dang, I wish I should have just taken care of that bill, you know, right, right then and there. So I, I, I don't know. I hope, but I'm excited for the Sixers, man. I just, I, I was at the game the other night and it was, it was just, fun man that team just there's something about this team for some reason i really i like that and i like that they got deandre jordan just i love maxi too man he, he yeah, he's, gonna be, he his, he's gone like this since, yeah. since the like he was already you know trending upwards but it went on in like super drive since the trade i feel like he was in a an awesome situation whereas so ben sat out since ben left it almost was like tyrese is playing with house money yep right so it's like no one expected anything huge right but deep down he was probably thinking man i I got this like i'm gonna show this is my chance you know what i mean and and no one's really expecting me to do anything so i'm just gonna go out here and play and he plays so free man he's just he's he's fun he's fun to watch man yeah i'm excited i'm excited about that team dude i'm excited i have my 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 bet now or my it's sixers sons in the finals is what I, I saw. I saw you put that six and six. I think you said sixers and six. That's the that's you know, the you go every time Miami's in town. No, I don't go every time. So when Rob was there, I would go, but he's doing he's consulting like remotely now. So he, okay. does, he does like remote work and stuff like that. So he's not with the team. I'm gonna I'm going to try to go. I think they come to town the twenty first. I may I may go to town and and, and check it out. Uh, I may go in there and see see what I have I have two as I was asking, I, we we catch up. I, I have two games coming up. Uh that I'm going it's like a Friday and a Sunday. I I'm, I'm almost positive one of them is the Heat. Although it good game I, to vote, man. It, it might be Toronto. Miami, um, Miami's Miami's the number one seed right now. They and they they have some killers on that team, man. There's a, that's a, that's I, I don't know. Maybe if I put money down, I'd probably say Miami's going to the championship. They, if they if they're healthy, I mean that team is just that team is is really scary. We'll see. Everybody's getting a glimpse into into our JG Wentworth day conversation. Yeah, this this was it. But by the way, you know, like that's something we, we didn't touch on too. Like just just this kind of to back yeah. and forth. Like you know that that's the the, the the culture aspect of it too, right? Like in hiring you know student athletes, you know they they cultivate relationships easy they're, they're, they're effective communicators because yep. they, they they know how like you, you hear people say they talk about the, the nfl all the time right like that, that's the ultimate melting pot and and like the you know the, the ultimate symbolization of kind of what society should be uh, right. is, is nfl locker room right like e- everybody can integrate for from all forms of backgrounds uh and and you know that that's another thing you know kind of that, that student athletes can do you know, they're, they're coming from, from all, you know, diverse backgrounds and, and are, you know, companies are always talking about culture, but right. that's, that's who builds culture. You know, they just did it for four years. They, they, they build it, they cultivate it. Uh, and they're going to make, you know, the, the work environment better. Like, like we did. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I, I think like, like I, I really credit sports with allowing me to see 
you know, not just to, not just to communicate better, but to see people from all different parts or all different walks of life, right? Like you're going to, you're going to the college and how somebody grew up versus how you grew up is going to be completely different, but yet you're still, you're still, you still find that common ground. Common and, ground. And, it's the first thing you do, right? Is, is yeah. find common ground. And that's where, that's where that, that transition for me in the, like the corporate world, it took me, it probably took me like five years to get comfortable to be like, Oh, I can, I can be myself. I can start to do, do this stuff. But when I did, I mean, it, it was, you know, you call back, I could always call back on what I did as a, as a student athlete in, in those situations and, and just being able to kind of like hang with anybody, you know what I mean? Any room that you're in, whether it's the CEO of some company, I was like, I remember at one point when I was at Liberty, I found myself in these like giant corporations with the CEO, like in these meetings with CEOs and that, that are like, <laughs> and I'm sitting there like talking to them about stuff. And I remember having these moments like, I can't believe I'm even like in this room. Like, it doesn't make sense that I'm in, like, to me, I'm like, it doesn't make sense that I'm in here having this conversation with this guy in this room. But I think all those, all those skills through the years, like, you know, you never know where they're going to, where they're going to help yeah, out. I mean, like, kind of like Max, you know, like you, you said that, but, Deep down, like you, in anything that you do and you're trying to do, you know you belong, right? Like, right. like the rest of the the rest of the country might not have known what he was capable of. He did, right? right. Like, like I, I think especially you know, the the higher the level, the, the more this applies. But to have that level of success, you 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 have to have a certain level of confidence uh, that, that you can do those things, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. or or you don't achieve that level. And it's the same thing in. in you know, in, in the corporate world, like the, the, the CEO just knew when, when they started their corporate career, like they were going to do bigger and better things than just your your, your nine to five, right. you know, your 3% raise every year, right? right. right. It, it, there's a confidence that comes with, with kind of like leadership and, and greatness, um, that, you know, that some people just have. Dude, did, this is a weird segue. Did you watch the Kanye documentary? Yes. And, and that's the perfect example. I don't like Kanye. I think the last song I'm, Kanye I'm did that huge, I liked was, was I'm Through the huge, Wire. I'm a huge Kanye fan. So um, This is going to sound weird because I'm kind of praising people for it, but he's arrogant. Of course. Right? Yeah. And maybe it's not weird, though, because you can be confident and not arrogant. Right. I, I think he's arrogant. But at the same time, I love the documentary. Because I don't think he was always arrogant. Like if you watch, like early on, he was just comp like like I don't know. Maybe, maybe people think I'm arrogant when I said five star is going to be synonymous, you know, with hiring student athletes. Right. He had that kind of same level of confidence early on. Like you, you could just tell watching. Like for, forget knowing the like how the movie ends, right. right? But you could just tell watching. Like yeah, no wonder he's where he like he knew. <laughs> like he knew. You know what I mean? Knew it. He. I watched that like the first episode, my wife's ready to, I know my wife's probably ready to kill me because I can't stop talking about it. I can't, I just can't like watching him, watching him when he knew it's, it's exactly like you said earlier, he knew it when nobody else did. Right. But all that mattered was that he knew it and his mom knew it. And to yeah. him, oh, that scene with him and his mom was man, that when, was so cool. It really was. I, like, I just got goosebumps even thinking about that scene, like almost every scene with him and his mom, like his mom, 
his mom was incredible in how in what she instilled in him, right? Somehow she got through to him in a way that no one else could get through to him that just let him say, hey man, I don't, I I got this, right? But like he says at certain parts in the move, he said that he's found this one part and I got to find it because I'm going to clip it out because I got to find the clip. But he's sitting there talking about when no one's signing him, right? No one wanted to touch him. Mm -hmm. And he starts to talk about it. And he was like, I just don't understand. He was like, you could give me $200,000 right now and I'm going to make you 5 million in five years. They're like, right. So he's like, that's how, that's how I'm operating. Like you give me this money now, I'm going to make you 5 million in five years. I may not be the best now, but look at my, he was like, look at what I've always done. I've just always gotten better. I've always just sat in the room and I've learned I'm in the room with Jay-Z. You don't think I'm going to become a better rapper. I'm in the right. studio with no ID. You don't think I'm going to be a pre- better producer. And he's like the way that his mind, it, it's, it's the, it's, it's just the, it's the blueprint for anything, right? Like he took the approach of, I may not be the best right now, but I guarantee, like, I'm not going to stop working at it and I'm not going to stop taking in information and learning. And then that I'm was the surprising part because, you know, and I, you never know, you know, once you reach certain celebrity status, how much is an act and, and you know, for publicity. But, you know, for, for someone on, on the arrogant side, then this is why there's a difference. If you're arrogant, you're, you're going to go into that room with Jay-Z and say, I'm better than him now. Right. I, I can't learn anything from him. <laughs> right, right? right. Like that's arrogance. Right. Confidence is, yo, I'm really good. But right now he's yeah. better. Like what, right. what can I learn from him? Right. How can I get better from him? And I think that's the difference. Yeah. Um, you know, you sh- anybody should go. I-, I say all the time, like in, cor- in the corporate world, you can really learn for, for anybody for, from from the CEO da- down to the intern. Yep. You-, you can learn. And it's true, like especially like real life example, especially like in today's world, like the intern, you know, e- everything's so like technology driven now or, or, you know, the digital age, like the, the-, the older guy, the-, the CEO or whomever who's been, you know, didn't wasn't raised like that can learn like from that, like, and, and take the company in, in new directions based upon, you know, the, the younger generation and, and, and where they're getting their knowledge and, and their information. Like TikTok is, you know, huge now. If, if I were, you know, running a company, I, I'd be figuring out how I can get on that platform and, and how I can use that to my advantage. Right. Right. Yes. It's, it's so true. Just a quick, I keep bringing up JG Wentworth, but you just made me think about it. Um, and learning i so haslam there haslam was so influential on me because he showed like but like he like i the hours that dude would work was insane right like he would always show up he'd always be there always late always early he's running he was running the department i was working for and so like watching him whenever he asked me to do something i always felt like hell yeah, I'm going to do this for you, man. Like I see the time that you're putting in. And when he would have like these little conversations with me, I still text him to this day. Like I still text him about like certain things that he would say to me because um, the guy, I forget, it doesn't matter who it was, who was like the guy running JG at the time. But I, he like came down and uh, he was talking to Haz and, and Haslam, I guess he made, Has, Haslam like messed something up. Like he, I, I don't know what it was. He messed something up. And Haslam looked at him and they were talking about it. And, and like, just like, just like a snap of a finger, Haslam was like, I messed that up. 
like to the guy. He was just like, that's, you know what? He was like, that's my fault that, that I 100% take ownership for that. And then the conversation was over. Right. And I remember him telling me, he was just like, I don't even know if he was like being like meant to do it, but he said to me, he was like, Mike, he was like, when you mess up, own that you messed up. He was like, everybody's always going to respect you more. If you, if you don't know the answer, if you, or if you just messed up, just, just be honest about that. And I've carried that with me from that day forward, just because of how, and I still text him to that day about how, like how powerful of a moment that was watching him admit to the guy running the company, my bad. I, that was on me. Right. And, it was and just, that's it. You know, right. Keith was my guy, right. Keith, Keith, Keith was, he, he was my guy. And he, you know, he, he taught me all, all those same things and same thing, you know, you know, we still talk, but, but your ownership is such a big one. Accountability. You know, one, I, I promise my, my, you know, if I'm talking to a student athlete right now or a candidate, you know, the, the, the two things that I, that I tell them that, that I can guarantee I could be for them uh, is I'm going to be, you know, I, I'm going to be accessible, right? They can get me whenever, whenever they want. And I'm going to be transparent. Right. If I, if, if I'm not going to, I'm not going to make something up or, or, or lie, right? If I don't have the answer, you don't have the answer. You don't have the answer. You, right. you let them know and, and we'll get back to you when, when we do. Uh, but but I, I find that people respect that much more than, you know, just, just kind of dancing around it or, or, or not having the accountability. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a great lesson. Powerful stuff. Man. Mark Haslam. Huh? Haslam's great dude, man. Oh yeah. 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 That's my, that's my guy, man. That's, that's, that's my guy, dude. He's uh he's my bald brother now, you know, where you yes. got us, mm-hmm. us bald guys got to stick together. It's the brotherhood. It's the, it's the real brotherhood. Forget what coach K talks about. The bald, <laughs> the bald brotherhood is, is a real one, man. So, um, so to close up, man, do you have anything else you want to say about five star? I, why don't we say that? Like, how do people how do people get in contact with you? How do they find you? Um, you know what? You know what? What do you recommend in terms of in terms of going down that road? So, uh, to, to find me, um, I have a, a website, fivestarhiring.net. Email address: James G uh, at fivestarhiring.net. Uh, I have a Twitter page five star i have an instagram five star linkedin which is probably my biggest one you know on the corporate side yep. um five and and on all of those james grugan is also my, my handle uh personally so you'll f- find me or the company uh on either one and thank you mike world uh done for introducing the world to grugs uh, <laughs> I, I try to do the the, the you know the corporate professional thing and and, and be James and it's funny like my, my friends and people that I grew up with anytime someone calls me James they're like oh that must be a work friend <laughs> you know um, it's it, it, it's groups it, it, it's definitely groups that's, so thank that's, you, that's <laughs> you man and as, as like as corporate as that you can be there's still like the authenticity of just groups you know what I mean like that's like that's that's who you embody and that's who I'm sure that's I mean I'm sure when you get to talk and sit down with a lot of these kids they see groups you know what I mean they see somebody oh, they, they, yeah they they 100% get groups yeah <laughs> and I tell them like you know some of some of the jobs I, I have are, are full remote so I, I'm talking to people from all over the country yeah and clearly you have the Philly accent and, and I say listen I try and be professional and, and hide it but I, I you can't hide you know who you are right right it's so true man it's so true well I'm dude Anybody else listening to this right now, even if you don't find Groogs, James, um, if you don't find him or you have questions about it, you can contact me 
and I'll, I'll send you, I'll send you his way. So um, if you're, I know I have a lot of, a lot of kids finishing up college that, that follow me that I've worked with, um, you know, if I can now be that facilitator in some type of way and pay it forward, very similar to how you paid it forward for me, uh, or, or you, you, yeah, you've definitely paid it forward for me. Uh, I would be, I'd be glad to do that. So hopefully uh, this opens up some doors for you too, man, in terms of people starting to, starting to hear it, hear what, it, hear what it's about and then, uh, and then explore, explore that road. Yeah. I, Mike, I you can't thank you enough for, for having me. Uh, it's, it's a huge platform and, and you know, certainly I'll, I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll reach a few people. Uh, it's, it's too good not to like, yeah. you know, it's just, it's going to help a lot of people. Like you, like you started with that, like I'll kind of wrap it up with that. Like we're, we're going to help a lot of people. Yeah, man. Amen. Shake Shack next time. Shake Shack next time. Definitely. <laughs> um, you know, we're, we're both remote now. So let's, let's, uh, you know, we, we could, we could even, we can even meet up at a game. It's true. Shake Shack in the building now. You know what? In a game, the, the stadium from where I'm at, 15 minutes away. So the stadium is really easy for me to get to. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to have to make that happen. Like maybe, whether a playoff game or something down the stretch. Maybe we look at the Miami game. Maybe we see, maybe see what's happening there. If that's, if that's a possibility, that'd be a good one to go to. Yeah. Let's, let's, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk off air as they say about that. But yes, <laughs> we'll absolutely. Talk, no, the in the it's a, we'll talk about that um, offline. Offline. Okay. That's, that's, that's the, that was always the big thing. Yes. Uh, we're yes. going to talk about this offline. My favorite yep. corporate sayings offline. Um, they would say, <laughs> they would say, uh, okay, just to add a little bit of color to the, to the conversation. Um, what else, man, there were so many funny ones, dude. Like the things that it was like clockwork all the time that okay. people would repeat this. <laughs> yeah, I, I try, I tried to avoid those. You, I wasn't very corporate, Mike. <laughs> I wish. I mean, I would love to. I would love to tell everybody about about the uh, the role that you had at JG, but I don't know. Uh, we got to. We have to keep it like a PG podcast. You know, we can't go can't go too overboard about the uh, the the customers and clients that you had to deal with on an everyday basis. Uh, no, it, like like you said though, man. That that it taught me a lot. You know, yeah. I, I spent I spent almost my my whole life. Certainly, my whole professional life but like just in terms of years like ha more than half my life there so you know what's crazy like none, of it, none of this is possible really without that you you were incredible at going from a, a very it was like a very escalated situation right so I remember sitting there and I could hear what's like what was happening Right. So if it just just like real quick, but like groups are dealing with certain things that, you know, people that weren't very happy. Right. And they weren't always the most respectful people. So he's dealing with these people on the phone. And it's, it's like sometimes, man, it would get it would get intense. Right. And I would hear these conversations and I'm like, I'm just thinking to myself, man, I'm glad I'm I'm glad I'm on the underwriting side because I don't want to deal with any of that. <laughs> but I'd look over at you. You're you know, you're intense. You're locked in. You'd get off the phone. And then you'd like walk by and be like, Hey Mike, you want to go get lunch? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I remember, I remember looking at you like, like, is this dude okay, man? Because I don't, how can somebody go from that to this? But that, I mean, that's a skill too, right? Like you had to deal with that in the moment. And then you, you just completely would deescalate. Like you would just come back down to just being groups. And it was, yeah. it was, Hey man, let's go get some pizza. I said, oh, all right, man. Right, that sounds good to me. Second nature, man. You, <laughs> Learn to turn that turn that offer out, whatever you want to say. 
right, brother. Uh, I, I haven't had a contentious conversation in. Yeah. I, I, you know, it'll be a while. <laughs> it'll be a while. There, there you go. You, I think you, you've had enough for a lifetime, man. So oh, I more than my, I had enough for both of us. <laughs> yes, you, I don't have them, period. You definitely had enough for me. I, the, the, the stuff that you guys dealt with on that side was, was insane to me. So, all right, brother, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming on. I'm gonna stop the recording. We can, we can talk after this, but this will be it. This will be it for the podcast. Yeah, man. Thank, thanks, Mike. Appreciate yeah. it.